Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. The crash is actually going to be uh, coming on the slip ramp from the main lanes into the local lanes at Route 28, blocking that ramp. WTOP Traffic Center presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. WindowNation.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Okay, Bob, now we are headed to Veronica Johnson. She's 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. Tracking rain that could be moderate to heavy at times here this evening and the early part of the night. We do have a flood watch up that continues until 6 a.m. Saturday and could see some tidal flooding along with urban flooding, a half to one inch of rain expected. Wind advisory for the day on Saturday. Temperatures this evening, upper 40 to lower 50s across the area. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Hyattsville, 51 degrees. Herndon, 49. Foggy Bottom, 53. And we do have steady rain pushing to the northeast. This is where you turn when the weather threatens. WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. And good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up, we have breaking news. The U.S. launches another strike on a Houthi-controlled site in Yemen. Countdown to shutdown, and the new House Speaker is feeling the heat. We will talk to CBS News Congressional Correspondent Scott McFarlane at 11.15. The Washington Commanders have hired 49ers Executive Adam Peters as their new head of football operations. Already a Nick Saban replacement at Alabama. 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. The U.S. military confirms U.S. forces have conducted a new strike against Houthi rebels in Yemen. CENTCOM says a Houthi radar site was hit with Tomahawk land attack missiles tonight in an attempt to degrade the Iran-backed rebel group's ability to attack shipping vessels in the Red Sea. This comes after U.S. and coalition forces launched strikes on more than a dozen sites last night. CBS's Charlie Daggett in Tel Aviv also reports. We don't know to which, which degree uh, the Houthis are being directed by Iran or whether this is going to escalate the situation here and whether that may have a relationship to a much more pressing situation here in Israel itself and that's Iranian-backed Hezbollah and we've seen a lot of activity in the north so if those two things are related then this will be a significant escalation forward. Snow and powerful winds have created blizzard conditions and will be followed by dangerous wind chills. It could feel anywhere from 20 to 30 below zero in some portions of the Midwest. I'm Jen Clark in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where there is a blizzard warning for counties just north of here. It's actually the first one in the area since 2018. The plows have been out all day. They salted overnight. There's over 100 salt trucks out. They actually salted earlier last night, but they said they switched over to calcium chloride because the salt wouldn't hold up long enough for the storm. The storm is going to last throughout the night and into tomorrow. There are snow emergencies in multiple counties. In the Detroit area tonight, they've had thunder snow. Two men are rescued after being caught in an avalanche in Idaho. Law enforcement got a GPS alert of a possible fatality in an avalanche near Stevens Peak near the Montana border. Shoshone County Sheriff Captain Seth Green. It was called in actually by one of the spouses of the individuals that were hit by the avalanche. And they're using a variety of GPS tools to include a Garmin to communicate back and forth via text and grid location. Two men were found during the search and rescue, but a third man is believed to be dead. The CDC says the number of children who died from the flu nearly doubled last week. CBS's Omar Villafranca reports from Dallas. This is the first time I have known the flu to be 
horrible. Mary Stein and her three-year-old son James have spent the last few nights in a Dallas hospital. His cough got so strong and so hard. We've been here since Wednesday night, diagnosed with flu A, and then that turned into right-side pneumonia. Coughing kids have kept Dr. Stephanie Atia with Dallas Medical City Children's Hospital busy for months. We're seeing more flu this year than we did last year or the year before. Michael Moore, Los Angeles Police Chief since 2018, says he is retiring at the end of February. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now 11.03 here on WTOP. It's Friday night, January 12, 2024. Hyattsville at 51 degrees. Steady rain in many places. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. With the top local stories we're following this hour, only days after firing head coach Ron Rivera, the Washington Commanders have made a substantial new hire tonight. It's Adam Peters, the new head of football operations. He has been the assistant GM for the San Francisco 49ers for seven years. He's 49 years old, considered a top contender for this job. The Chargers and Raiders were both after him as well, but he's landing here in Washington. WTOP Sports Director and Commander's Beat reporter George Wallace talks about finding a new head coach next now that Peters is in place. And George gets into the head a little bit of the new owner, Josh Harris. Do you have these interviews, some in person? The coaching interviews have started to be virtual, especially with guys that are still in the playoffs. But if you have Harris and Rick Spielman and Bob Myers, and then for the second round of interviews, they brought in Mitch Rails and Magic Johnson. So just imagine the room that, you know, you're trying to lock these guys in. Imagine that walking into a room like that. So I would imagine that it's a high energy situation. And look, he wanted to get it done quickly, but he also wanted to get it done right. And I think that is key here. They're not rushing into anything, but they've identified what they want to do. And step one is complete, and it's a big one. Stay with us here on WTOP and WTOP.com for continuing coverage of the big changes with the commanders this offseason. Let's stay with pro sports, but switch to different teams here. The district may be losing more than the Caps and Wizards moving to Alexandria in a few years. Georgetown's men's basketball team could be headed across the river, too. NBC4 reports if the deal to build a new sports arena at Potomac Yard goes through, the Hoyas would be part of this agreement. An internal report obtained by News 4 reveals the plan, which includes Georgetown hoops, and it shows that the Georgetown team is needed to be a part of the move to make the funding work. The deal also includes moving dozens of large concerts and other events currently held at Capital One Arena in downtown D.C. The whole package, of course, still needs approval by the Virginia Legislature in Richmond and the Alexandria City Council. Other news tonight at 11.05. An employee at the Glenwood Country Day School, a preschool in Woodbine in Howard County, is charged with child sexual abuse. Howard County Police say 31-year-old Damian Patterson of Elkridge is facing multiple counts of sex offenses involving contact with an 11-year-old child. Patterson has worked in the before and after care programs and summer camps for a couple of years. Police say the victim told a friend about the abuse last week. The friend then told an adult who called police. Patterson was arrested yesterday. Investigators say the last incident happened this past summer. A 15-year-old boy from Woodbridge under arrest tonight He's accused of being involved in a shooting and a carjacking earlier. 
D.C. police say the teen and two others assaulted and carjacked somebody at gunpoint on 14th Street Southeast earlier today. A little later, one of the two suspects in the stolen car exchanged gunfire with an unknown person on Benning Road in Northeast. That unknown person returned fire, hitting the teen suspect, the 15-year-old. Officers later found the teen and the carjacked vehicle. The injured teen was taken into custody. He now faces several charges, including assault, armed carjacking, and assault with a deadly weapon. Anybody who has more information, maybe saw something about this, is being asked to call D.C. police. Budget constraints over D.C. services could fuel another political battle, this time over proposed cuts impacting the district's most vulnerable population. WTOP's Sandra Jones talks to D.C.'s Department of Human Services director on how they'll tackle spending pressures. In a recent email to housing and homelessness nonprofits, DHS told agency leaders to find cuts in their budgets, citing it as a result of the economic climate. DHS has done work to scrub absolutely every aspect of our budget to try to protect services and benefits that our residents rely on. D.C.'s director of DHS, Laura Green Zeilinger, tells WTOP... We can't get to a balanced budget without engaging our providers. But D.C.'s at-large council member, Robert White, who chairs the district's housing committee, says... Our local nonprofits that serve uh, homeless people work on shoestring budgets. That means they're going to have to let people go or serve fewer people, and that's really concerning. Sandra Jones, WTOP News. Breaking news on WTOP. Still have a good amount of rainfall in the area, but it has gotten lighter in the past hour, and now a flood watch is canceled for the WTOP listening area. This was supposed to run all night into tomorrow morning, but the flood watch is canceled. The rain not entirely out of here. Stay with us here, your first alert. Uh, weather station WTOP for all the latest information tonight. Coming up in a little bit, one of the nation's largest banks, unfortunately now laying off thousands of workers in a popular Maryland barbecue place, opens its first first D.C. location. All of that ahead for you on WTOP. Stay with us. When traffic takes a turn for the worse, you'll hear about it first on WTOP. Northbound 95 has been shut down in Maryland. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. I heard it on WTOP. WTOP News. Facts matter. And now 1108. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Ken Berger in the traffic center. Thank you very much, Dimitri. Good evening, everybody. A wet Friday after a wet Friday uh, evening continues. We have a new accident working at Fairfax County. It's reported on the southbound Fairfax County Parkway prior to New Road. This is after 123 over by Ox Road. Units are responding. Possible injuries involved. It's an area to avoid if you can. Got the accident still working in Maryland. This is on northbound 95 near the Harbor Tunnel Thruway, just in the upper reaches of Howard County. As you make the approach to the Baltimore Beltway, three right lanes on the right shoulder are blocked. Traffic getting by on the far left lane and left shoulder. It is a tight squeeze and there is a rather solid delay. You might want to stay on 295 as you make your way north from Washington into Baltimore. You can also take 29 out of Silver Spring. Take that up to uh, 70 and take 70 over to the Baltimore Beltway if you're going to get onto that. But again, three right lanes blocked northbound 95 just past the Harbor Tunnel Thruway. The left lane is open. The accident on northbound 270 in the local lanes over by West Montgomery Avenue has been 
cleared. All lanes are now open, not seeing any delays either side of 270 between Bethesda and Montgomery County heading into Frederick County all the way up to Frederick. Again, the, the major issue, however, continues to be the wet roadways and the rain, so just be careful out there. The WTOP traffic uh, studio is furnished by Regency Furniture. Celebrate Regency's 34th anniversary with savings up to 34% off furniture for every room. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looks so good. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Some of us are still driving through some heavy rain, but things generally are improving. First of all, a flood watch is now canceled. A flood watch that was originally scheduled to go throughout the night is canceled. We do still have quite a bit of rain in Prince William County, including the Manassas area, and just north of Rockville and Montgomery County. Parts of southeast D.C. and uh, Waldorf, Maryland, and Prince George's County getting some rain. Baltimore area getting some rain as well. All of the systems are pushing from southwest to northeast. So at some point after midnight, the rain should end. We will clear out a little bit and we'll be down into the lower 40s. But then there's a wind alert that kicks in tomorrow morning at 7. Falling temperatures, gusty winds, and temperatures uh, uh, falling into the 40s and even the 30s in some places tomorrow. And the wind gusts up to 50 miles an hour. So that's the next challenge. We want to get the rain out of here and then move on to the uh, wind and finally get the wind out of here and calm down all over the place. Sunday, mostly sunny, still windy with a high of 45 degrees. So rain continuing tonight, pushing to the northeast, wind kicking in in the early morning hours. A flood watch that had been going on for some hours is canceled tonight. Gaithersburg is at 49, Arlington 51. Lanham 53, and we could be down to the low 40s. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News, 10 and 40 past the hour, and Jeff Claybaugh. Citigroup is cutting 20,000 jobs. That's almost 20% of its workforce. Wholesale inflation was a no-show. Wholesale prices fell for the third month in a row in December. 250 Barbecue in Riverdale Park, Maryland, named one of America's best barbecue joints, opens a D.C. outpost in Mount Vernon Triangle this weekend. The Dow lost 118 points in Friday's session. The S&P 500 index gained just four points. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Countdown to shutdown on WTOP. We're going to check in with Scott McFarlane, who covers Congress for CBS News, to see what's happening with the House Speaker. Is the new House Speaker on thin ice? Stay with us on WTOP. It's 1112. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, a Pfizer vaccine. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. If you're 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, COPD, or heart disease, or are 65 or older, you are at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine. It can help protect you against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Even if you've already been vaccinated with other pneumonia vaccines, Prevnar 20 may help provide added protection. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Until a few days ago, he was a member of the Washington Wizards team, now off the team and accused of frequent shoplifting at a Target. 
We've got that story later this half hour. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-893-4133. That's 800-893-4133. 800-893-4133. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. Now 11.15, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks very much for being with us on WTOP. House Speaker Mike Johnson is sticking with the budget deal he recently made, ticking off some GOP hardliners in the process. The Speaker is being slammed by colleagues over the $1.66 trillion top-line deal with Democrats. The clock is counting down to another potential partial government shutdown in one week. We talked about all this with CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarland. The Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, departed Washington, D.C., at least his members did today, with no certainty as to where this goes next. Here's what we do know. We know there's a deadline coming a week from today to fund part of the government and another deadline coming February 2nd to fund the rest of it, including the military. The deal that was cut to try to avoid the shutdown is still tenuous. Ultimately, they know how much they want to spend. You know, $1.6 trillion in a rather large federal government. They don't know what they're going to spend it on. They haven't come to terms with that yet. And now there are House Republicans trying to blow up this arrangement, saying they don't want to spend quite that much money. Um, all of this is sowing distrust and discord. There's concerns that somebody might try to break this deal at the last minute. And all the while, that deadline's getting closer and closer. Absolutely. Now, it's a national spectacle, but right around here in the DMV, there's a great local impact anytime there's even the threat of a government shutdown. Uniquely impactful on not just our area, but everybody who has a connection to our area. You know, I spent the day at a, a appliance store in Woodbridge where the manager tells me, the president of the company tells me, every time we get close to a shutdown, just close to it, business dries up. And then the contractors and their suppliers and the other businesses, they see slowdowns too. Military families throughout this area who have concerns about some type of interruption of military pay say they're going to cut back until there's some certainty. And there's also Congressman Brandon Boyle, of Pennsylvania who told me he's got a different fear or at least a related fear that there's a bit of crying wolf here that people have seen so many near shutdowns since September 2023 they may not be taking this seriously and it is serious for no other reason Dimitri this Congress is so gridlocked with such narrow margins and such disharmony you know ousting a speaker and bringing in a new one it's not clear to Congressman Boyle how they could get out of a government shutdown cleanly or efficiently if they were to fall into one. It could be prolonged, protracted, last months. That makes this especially dangerous. Let's finish up with Hunter Biden, Scott, and a contempt of Congress vote for the full House coming next week. The House Rules Committee will mark up whatever they need to get a vote on the floor. They're going to mark it up Tuesday with a vote possible as early, I suppose, as Wednesday or Thursday, recommending the Department of Justice criminally charge Hunter Biden with contempt of Congress. They say, and the House Republicans say, Biden was to appear December 13th under subpoena 
for a closed door interview with the House Oversight Committee. They say instead of going to that interview, he did a press conference outside near the U.S. Senate. They say he has defied their subpoena, even though he showed up in person at a committee hearing Wednesday seeking and asking to speak. Republicans say, no, you don't just show up at a public hearing. You do things according to the rules. You do it behind closed doors meeting first. So this standoff is going to move to a vote in the U.S. House Wednesday or Thursday. We have no idea what, if anything, could pass the U.S. House at this moment. Though the chairman of the committee that's relevant, James Comer of Kentucky, told me he thinks he's got the votes to make that recommendation. CBS News congr- Congressional correspondent Scott McFarland on Skype tonight. Let's take a look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. The U.S. military hit another Houthi-controlled site in Yemen just this evening after bigger airstrikes the night before. The commanders hire 49ers executive Adam Peters as their new head of football operations. Federal prosecutors seek the death penalty against a white supremacist gunman who killed 10 black people in a Buffalo supermarket. Keep it here for full details. Now it's Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you very much, Dimitri. Uh, the accident eastbound 66 before Nutley Street has been cleared. All lanes are open. No lingering delays either side of 66 between the Beltway and Haymarket. Fairfax County wrapping up the crash on southbound Fairfax County Parkway prior to New Road. In Maryland, you got the major accident working northbound 95 over by the Harbor Tunnel throughways. You make the approach into the Baltimore Beltway area. Three right lanes are blocked. Traffic getting by only in the far left lane. There is a solid delay. You might want to try the BW Parkway instead or even US-1 coming out of the Washington area heading up to the Baltimore area. Again, northbound 95 is where you find the accident over just after the Harbor Tunnel Thruway. At the Chesapeake Bay Bridge, if you're thinking about crossing over to the uh, eastern shore, you cannot right now. The bridge is under full wind restrictions. That's wind speeds of more than 50 miles an hour. So the policy is only automobiles, pickup trucks, flatbed trailers, commercial buses, and heavily laden tractor trailers are permitted to cross the bridge. All other traffic must hold still. Uh, and so there are no delays really crossing the Bay Bridge. Very light volume of traffic. There are two lanes available to the east and three lanes open to the west when they do allow traffic to cross again. Again, full, full wind restrictions at the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. Innovation that defends what matters most. Northward Grumman is defining possible with a cutting-edge missile defense system for a safer tomorrow. Visit NorthupGrumman.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Now to Veronica Johnson. She is 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist. It's going to be raining pretty hard, and the winds are going to be pretty gusty, maybe around 40 miles per hour and more wind expected even tomorrow after the rain moves out early, well before sunrise. Temperatures here this evening in the 40s and 50s will continue at temperatures that high for the overnight, then falling temperatures for the day tomorrow from the 50s in the morning to the 40s and 30s during the afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. It would take too long to tell you everywhere the rain is, but uh, some of the heaviest rain is between Frederick and Rockville in Maryland, in uh, areas of uh, southwest D.C., in parts of Manassas, parts of uh, Prince William County, and along the eastern shore if you are driving east of the Bay Bridge along uh, eastern and central uh, Delaware as well. Some of the heaviest rain in our region. Reston is at 49 now. We could be down to the low 40s later. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, three people have died while in custody of Montgomery County authorities, but they're saying there's no foul play involved. We'll take a look coming next. It's 1121. Hello, I'm Jamie Bell, president of Lido Pizza, and I want to share a story about our partnership with WTOP. We began advertising with WTOP News over 20 years ago. 
Over the years, thousands of people have visited Lido Pizza after hearing our messages. I value the success of this partnership, and WTOP is a terrific advertising option if you need lots of customers. It's one of the reasons we've grown to over 120 locations spanning from New York to Florida. At Lido Pizza, we take pride in never cutting corners. Lido Pizza has been a local favorite since 1955. At WTOP, they take pride in creating customized marketing plans for their advertisers that deliver measurable results. So if you're looking for catering, fundraising opportunities, or just an easy, delicious meal, please visit Alito Pizza near you or order online at LitoPizza.com. If you need help attracting new customers to your business, I encourage you to contact WTOP. Go to WTOP.com and search Advertise. Lido Pizza Square, because Lido Pizza never cuts corners. It's 1122. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-1794. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-575-1794. That's 800-575-1794. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. This is WTOP News. It's 1123. Three people who are being held in custody in Montgomery County have died this past week. Those in charge say the deaths are unrelated. There are no signs of foul play, but everything is being investigated. One inmate died in the afternoon on Tuesday at the correctional facility in Clarksburg. The cause of death has not been determined, but it's believed to be related to a health problem. Then on Wednesday, excuse me, Wednesday night, another Montgomery County jail inmate died. This person was being treated at Holy Cross Hospital. They had received a serious medical diagnosis. Finally, yesterday afternoon, a medical emergency was called in at a jail housing unit again in Clarksburg. First aid was done, but the inmate died. We're told the medical examiner will look at all of this. Former Washington Wizards guard Ryan Rollins, who was waived by the team Monday night, is accused of repeatedly shoplifting from a Target store. It's according to a document obtained by The Athletic. He's accused of stealing $1,000 worth of merchandise like body wash, candles, and groceries. A court hearing has been scheduled for early February. Rollins has yet to enter a plea. Culpeper County's newest sheriff is spending his first weeks on the job trying to get things in order after the guy who had the job before was indicted. The guys were ready. The folks that work here were ready. But there were certain pieces that were missing. That's what Sheriff Tim Chilton told NBC4 when talking about his first couple of weeks on the job. Chilton's predecessor, Scott Jenkins, faces indictment for allegedly handing out auxiliary deputy sheriff's appointments in exchange for cash bribes and large donations to his re-election campaign. So one of Chilton's first moves was deciding what to do with the program. So I suspended it completely. Chilton says he still doesn't know exactly who had an auxiliary deputy badge. Grace Newton, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. And now at 11.25, let's check in with Frank Hanrahan. We have uh, six 
Six NFL playoff games this uh, weekend. Starts tomorrow afternoon with uh, Cleveland visiting Houston. Then tomorrow night, Kansas City hosting Miami, where weather will be a factor. Let's see if the Dolphins, warm weather team, can actually pull off the upset in what is going to be a very cold evening in Kansas City. Temperatures at kickoff are going to feel like minus 28. 